In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Call Waiting. I'm your host, comedian Robin Shaw. I guess comedian and now podcast host. Wow, what a resume I am building. So this show is a call-in show. When your drama and the stuff in your life is just too much for your friends and family, that's when you call me because nothing's too big or too bad or too dramatic for me. So all you have to do is call in. The phone number is 720-72-ROBIN. That's Robin with a Y. And you find out each week's topic by my Instagram stories or on TikTok. I'll announce it because every week is a different topic. So you'll check in and then you'll call in. Now, this week's topic is dating disasters. Now, we only have time for me to tell you one, because honestly, I would say I, I could give you my top 100 dating disasters, but we I want to hear your guys' story. So I'm going to give you my absolute biggest dating disaster. Now, before I do this, I need a little disclaimer. I know, trust me, I already know my fault in this story. So you don't need to write in and be like, Robin, this is also on you. I know I'm a red flag, okay? So, but before I tell you the thing where I'm wrong, I just want to preface this by saying I was 23 or 24 or 34. I don't remember the exact year, but I know I was young, okay? I meet this guy on a dating website. Again, I say website because this was like 12 years ago and there wasn't apps yet. All right. I meet this guy online. We stay up all night talking and I said, let's go out. All right. Now, I was apartment sitting in Manhattan at the time for my friend's apartment because I was living on Long Island. So I said, come over to the apartment. Again, that's where I'm in fault. I told I told the guy I didn't know to come over to my apartment. OK, lesson learned. We don't do that. All right. Anyway, I said, come over to my apartment and then we'll go out for drinks. So this guy, I don't know, comes over to my apartment and within five minutes of meeting in the apartment, he goes, uh, do you do Coke? I said, no, I don't do Coke. He goes, do you mind if I do? Again, here's my problem. I said, oh, no, do whatever you want. Guys, I've matured, but back then I just let a guy do whatever he wanted. OK, so he starts doing Coke in the beginning five minutes of knowing each other. We're having drinks. And then he pulls out his paycheck. I don't even remember what he did. He pulls out his paycheck and he goes, oh, I make so much money. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> you know, so then I was like, we should probably go out for drinks. And then he goes, we should go somewhere that has um, live music. I said, well, the only problem with that is anywhere in New York with live music, you have to pay a cover charge. He goes, I don't care. I'm so rich. And I was like, all right, great. So we go to a place this is in the West Village. He walks in first. He pays the cover charge, goes in. I'm walking in. I get stopped. And they're like, you need to pay your cover charge. I was like, he didn't pay my cover charge? They're like, no. And I was like, oh, my God. I thought he was so rich. He didn't pay my $5. So now I had to pay the $5. I go inside. He's at the bar. He orders his own drink, but didn't order my drink. Like, while I was paying my $5, he went and ordered his drink. All right. Now, you have to remember, he's tweaking out at this point. <laughs> he's so high and so drunk. And I am, I'm pretty sober. So I get my drink, and I... 
oh, I said something. And he goes, oh, wait, shut up. I want to hear this chord change, like chord change, like of the music. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to get out of here. This guy's going to murder me. So I was like, look, um, I have a client early in the morning. At the time, I was a personal trainer. Oh, yeah. You guys don't know this about me, but for like five years, I personal trained, even though I'm like kind of overweight. It's a whole other story. We'll get into that another topic. But anyway, so I was like, I got to have a client in the morning. So then he starts hysterically crying. I'm not talking about tearing. I'm not talking about bitching. I'm talking about like uh, 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 crying. And he's like, why do we have to leave? I thought we were getting along. And I was like, no, no, everything's great. I just, you know, I have a client. I, I have to go. He starts hysterically crying. I then I, I get up and leave because now he's causing a scene. For the next like six hours uh, while he was in Penn Station, which is the big train station in New York to go to Long Island, he just left voicemail after voicemail after voicemail hysterically crying that I left him at the bar. Yeah, and we only went on two more dates after that. No, I never saw him again. That was it. That was, I think, by far my worst uh, dating disasters. But that's enough about me because I want to hear about you guys. So let me get security and we'll open up the lines. Hi, security. How you doing? Now, I you've had a lot of dating disasters. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, uh, call in. <laughs> Seven two zero. Imagine I make you leave just so I'm like I can't listen to the story unless you. Oh man. You, unless you oh, no, call I, I got a, I got a lot. Um, I will say. I'll I'll say one about yours. <laughs> no, no, it's this isn't a dating disaster. Okay. Which, which which one are you going with? Are you with? nervous? Yes. Okay, this isn't a dating disaster, but this falls in line. Security went on a date, which was a disaster. Okay, and then he didn't speak to the girl again. He then ran into her months later yes. at a store. Oh my goodness! And he pretended to be a twi his twin brother. Yes. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. <laughs> That was the best part. <laughs> oh my god! It's like Richie, I was like, huh? <laughs> and she's like, what the, what the H? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm Michael. You must think I'm Richie. Oh no, we're twins. I, I, and I, I remember I even gained weight at the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little heavier than him. She goes, oh yeah, you are fatter. <laughs> I was like, Thanks. Uh, and she's she, like, you tell him he's a jerk. I was like, I will. No problem. Oh, my God. All right. You ready? Let's let's uh, open up the lines. All right. So now we have Hannah on the phone. Hi, Hannah. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So I hear you have a dating disaster. Yes. So I was going to give you a choice between the little nicknames that my friends and I come up with for for random guys. So there's Thunder Thighs. Fireworks or frostbite? Oh my gosh! Which one do you want to hear? Oh my gosh. First of all, I love all of their names. Um, I do the same thing as you <laughs> probably know. I put nicknames to all the men. All right, give me the frostbite story. <laughs> frostbite. Um, he was someone that I actually dated for a couple months, um, and we he invited me to climb Mount Whitney with him. I don't know if you know Mount Whitney. It's one of the tallest peaks in the United States. Um, and what I didn't realize is that there was snow on the top in May. Um, and I was very ill prepared for this. It's one of those things where, you know, you're dating someone and you're like, yeah, I can do this adventurous thing with you. <laughs> right. I'm super cool. Um, and I, so I didn't have 
snow pants or anything like that, but we had to have an ice axe with us. Wait, this is intense. Yeah. So part of the way we got down from the mountain was, um, it's called glissading and you're supposed to slide down this very steep, like icy area. Um, and you have your ice axe to slow you down if you start going too fast, which I did very quickly start going too fast. And then I tried to use the ice axe, which I didn't know how to use. Uh, so I ended up basically falling down this mountain. Oh um, and the <laughs> picture, like a cartoon character, like flipping over. Yeah. This their own is body. so dangerous. Anyways, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Did you know predate that you were going to need an ice pick? I did not know that. No. Because let me tell you something. If a man's like, Hey, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to bring an ice pick for you and me. That would be, <laughs> that would be my dang disaster. That would That's end a deal before breaker I, for you. <laughs> don't need an ice pick <laughs> that's like my worst fear is a guy showing up with an ice pick i did have a guy show up with it to a date with a shovel because he buried his crypto passwords in the park before he got to me um and that scared me oh. that scared me a lot actually <laughs> which one is worse shovel or ice pick oh ice pick shovel's just burying the body ice pick <laughs> is killing the body <laughs> that's <laughs> like i'm okay with the shovel because that yeah. means he's already tired from the first body he already buried the ice pick is like he's got energy <laughs> you know how did you meet ice pick guy uh on a dating app <laughs> oh my god even yeah. worse was this your first date no, no. We had been dating for a couple months. Without, it was still very new, so I wanted to impress him. But we had, you know, had s several normal dates before this. And we actually climbed up the mountain with two of his friends who I was just meeting for the first time. Oh, my God. This is getting worse. <laughs> so you were three men, <laughs> two friends. you don't know, and an ice pick. Yeah, exactly. Me, three guys, and we all had ice, ice passes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so happy you lived to tell the tale. I did almost lose my Oh, the frostbite, though. Oh, my gosh. I have to say, <laughs> any date where I'm going to be sweating and working out, like, does not seem fun for me. <laughs> well, I am so glad you, you lived to tell the tale. Even more happy that you called and, and talked to me about it. So, Hannah, thank you so much for calling. Of course. Thanks for talking to me. Security, I once went on a date with this guy up in Ithaca, New York, and he took me on a hike. And I'm a sweat, you know, I sweat. It's not attractive. Yeah, I'm just picturing her going down the hill, like making like the big snowball as she's going <laughs> down, <laughs> like in the cartoons. Yeah, I can't believe there was ice picks involved. But you see, that's a new, I don't know if that's just like a New Yorker or a fee. Well, you're a man, so you don't get it. But as a female, if a guy shows up with an ice pick... I'm running. If a woman shows up to a date with an ice pick, I'm going to feel the same, I think. <laughs> Walk with a little speed. <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, security, give me the next call. All right, Robin, we have our next caller on. Hi, what's your name? Hi, Robin. Hi, security. My name is Dolores. I'm calling from California. Hi, Dolores. So my story dates back a couple years. I was dating a guy, nothing serious. He was a little off, and I always had, so I kind of stayed away. Well, one night I get a message from him, text, saying, hi, how are you? I was like, hey, I'm doing great. Well, a little while later... I don't hear from him, and he wanted to go out again. But I get a text from totally his ex-girlfriend saying he died. And to never to lose his number, I was like, oh, my God, he died? What happened? And I was sad. My, we, were, we went to church and prayed for the guy, oh telling my friends, oh, my God, he died. Can you believe this? He, this guy died. And so nothing. A couple days later, my phone rings, and it's from his number. So I answer the phone. I'm like, oh, my God, it's the ex-wife. And I said, can I go to services? I mean, you know, it's him. What? And I'm like, hello? And he's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, what the hell? Like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Aren't you dead? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, about that. My ex-wife had my phone. This and that. He goes, did you care that I died? I was like, you know what? You are a friggin' weirdo. Do not call me again. You are a loser. Anybody can make up a death. I go, it's sick. So yeah, that was one of my long, crazy stories. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, for, I have some. I have some follow up <laughs> questions. First off, how did you meet this guy? Um, okay, that's another crazy story. I was in Walmart buying uh, items for our work meeting. And I was going up and down these aisles, and he's like, hi, how are you? And I was like, hey, how are you? And we just started talking. And he asked for my number, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm real cautious. Never met him, like, in any, like, dark places or anything like that. So that's how I met him. I met him at Walmart. (laughs) Okay, so you met at Walmart. You gave him your number. He Mm -hmm. calls you. And he, yes. you went out, you did we go out. We went out on a few dates. So you did a few dates before he, mm-hmm. he fake died. Yeah. And then did he tell you about his ex-wife or like, did you know anything about her? No, I knew he had a son and I knew he said he was married and he was no longer married and that, um, you know, he had his son, this and that, but that was about, I even had gone, I did, you know, uh, at one point I did go to his house, like later on, a couple of days later. And it was weird because it was decorated like a female. Not like a male bachelor house. Yeah. Like a male, you know, and I was like, and I even told him, I go, are you sure you're not married? I said, look, I'm not into the sketchy stuff. I'm not, I don't need anybody coming here with a gun or shoot me, you know, I want to kill me. Oh, no, no. And I I was, you know, I was actually, I'm very, I watch it. I'm like, we watch everything. And I was just like, no, no. And I'm like, I mean, even in the bathroom, there were nice dainty towels. And I'm like, okay. And that's what kind of made me start staying away from him. Yeah. Oh, no. She was definitely living in that house. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. So when you got the call. I and- want to know if I missed him when he, he thought, you know, if I was sad that he was dead. So I don't even know if it was him playing the game. Like, hey, I died. Let me see how she reacts. 
And he actually tried to text me a few times after that, like after his, you know, his death scenario. And I just blocked him at that point. I'm like, okay, you're a weirdo. You know, thank God you don't know where I live. Yeah, this is a this is a whole different type of ghosting. <laughs> um, uh, that is insane. What'd you say to him? Oh, he said a night. Well, no, I, I said, who makes up their death? I go, you're sick. You're sick. Oh, no, that was my ex-girlfriend. I said, I don't believe it. You're just, I go, nobody does that. I go, you know what? I go, have fun in hell. <laughs> I mean, he was already halfway there. Um, Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. That is actually insane. Okay. I've always felt now it's been years since that whole situation of me saying I'm a twin. Yeah. And I felt bad about it. After hearing that, I don't feel bad about that. It makes it like nothing. That is insane. Because I would think it's okay to... Not, it's not okay to pretend you're dead. Let me just put that disclaimer. It's not okay. But I would think that'd be a way to get rid of someone. But just to find out if someone will miss you, that's like next level crazy. Unless he didn't know. You think the wife, the ex-wife, no, I, I, no now we're making excuses for men. No, wait, <laughs> see, that's a man for you, right? If you want, okay, no, we're not making excuses for men. This guy was terrible. <laughs> Security, get the next caller. You got it. I can't believe he was about to make an excuse. Oh, he didn't know about the. He, absolutely, he knew about it. So our next call, we have Millie. Hi, Millie. Hello. So talk me through everything. Give me the background. How'd you meet the person? Where were you? All, all the good details. Okay, so I tended to frequent this Mexican restaurant here. I frequented there enough that around Christmas, they had like an employee Christmas party and they invited me to stay for it. And when they cook, they cook like like real authentic stuff, not the American Mexican that they serve in the restaurant. So there was eating, there was lots of drinking, dancing, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of crushing on this one waiter. So this one waiter came home with me and, you know, we did the deed and had a great time uh, and he ended up spending the night. So I woke up in the morning and that Mexican food... <laughs> did a number on me. Oh, no. And I had pooped the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> it was definitely an oh, no. And so I'm laying there, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I, like, slide out of the bed. Like, I'm laying on my back, slowly scooching out of the bed. Oh, my God. And I run to the bathroom and just, like, basically just shower that area really, really fast. And then I go get my paper towels and cleaners. For some reason, I thought it would be better if I kind of crawled to the bed instead of just walking over to the bed. <laughs> Why did you think crawling to the bed was going to make this situation better? I don't, I don't know. I'm really weird. And apparently in an emergency, that's what I thought was a good idea. I, you know, in retrospect, I'm also like, why did I do that? <laughs> but so yeah, I'm crawling. I don't even have pants on. Just a short <laughs> and, also, I have dogs. So the dogs were curious what the scent was. So I'm having to quietly be like, don't do it, don't do it. And so I have like a grocery bag and paper towels. So I'm using the paper towels oh my God. Put it in the bag. And he's still sleeping, even snoring. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so do that. And then I was, I sprayed 409 on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, so. Did that and there was like this big wet 
<laughs> so what happened when he woke up? Well, this is the thing. I was like, I got to air out the place. So I cr- like had the, and he was sleeping on the side by the window. So I had to kind of lean over him to get the window and it was an older apartment. So I had to really push on the window to open it up. And he wakes up and he was like, very like, Ooh, good morning. So I, I was like <laughs> straddling him because I was trying to get the window. So I had to have sex with him. <laughs> oh Mind my God. Cleaned up thing is like on the, like, bot, like on the floor by the bed. Oh my so God. I, and then afterwards he was like, smells really good in here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, thank you. <laughs> Uh, did you ever see him again? Actually, no. Uh, even though he never figured out, it was like he came with this, like, you know, stigma now. Like, I was like, something. I called him Poop Boy after that. <laughs> it's funny. We always have nicknames for these guys, even when it's half hour problem. Well, that is definitely a dating disaster. Millie, thank you so much for calling. Okay, now I just want to say. Uh, That has never happened to me. That has never happened to me. But this is why, and ladies, I know like I've talked about this with other girlfriends, that it is so nerve wracking in the morning after having like being at a guy's place or he's at your place and you like want to have coffee in the morning. And we know what happens when you drink coffee, you know? So it's always very, and you just don't want him there. That's a very, I mean, which what happened to her is a whole other story. I'm not saying that's normal, but there is this thing of coffee in the morning and with the guy being over. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. Cause I don't know if you're eating while watching this or listening to listening this. to this. Oh yeah. You don't really watch a podcast. Do you? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Security. Give me the next call. All right. So now we have Jade on the phone. Hi, Jade. Hi. So tell me, walk me through your dating disaster. Oh, my God. Okay. So (laughs) I was working at a tea shop and this guy came in. He was a regular. We had talked before, but like no sparks or anything. And he did the classic move that I had never experienced before, which was like we had this conversation and he handed me his business card and was like, I like talking to you. Can we like continue this outside of your job? And I was like, sure. I mean, like I had just been out of a breakup and was kind of like, screw it. Like worst case scenario, I wind up learning something. And so we go to this bar that he recommends. And when I got there, I realized that it's his place of work. So like he's in his comfort zone and he's like buddy, buddy with the bartender. And I don't really know anybody, which is fine. Um, I'm here for the experience. And the bartender keeps coming up to us and like refusing to talk to me. Like he was this older guy and he kept saying to my date, like, Oh, is the lady ready for another drink yet? Like it was this kind of old school, uncomfortable vibe. And so I'm already in a place of like, kind of feeling like I need to assert myself a little bit like, okay, if I'm ready for another drink, like I'll let you know. Um, And so this guy he was very kind and we had enough to talk about that we could get along, but he kept like saying things just to agree with me. Like he didn't have a solid perspective for his own feelings on things. Like if I said, you know what? I love peppers. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, me too. And then I said, you know, actually I had this uh, one pepper one time. I didn't really like, he'd be like, actually, yeah, they're not that good. Like he didn't have a solid foundation Uh and he was kind of all over the place but 
things really started to get weird when I just asked him questions about his life. And in particular, I asked what his family was like. I was just like, so what's your family like? Like, do you have brothers and sisters? Are you close with them? And all of a sudden, like a can of worms opened and he's like, I have two brothers and they're both better than me. They're married. They make good money. And I'm just like a loser. You know, I'm just like a loser. And I could tell he was getting like very upset. And I was like, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, I just didn't know you were going to be so deep. And I was like, oh, like, I just asked you how you're like, if you had brothers or sisters, okay, like whatever. And I like, I needed a break. So I went to the bathroom and texted my friend like, yeah, he's nice. But like, this is getting kind of weird. And, you know, at this point we had been talking for a few hours and it was like time, time to wrap it up. It was getting to that, that point of the evening. So I go back to our table and I say to him, yeah, I think I'm going to call my Uber. And in the middle of me saying Uber, he goes, you know what I love about relationships? And I said, what? And he goes, cuddling. I just love cuddling. Maybe next time we can get together and we can just cuddle. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I said very kindly, very gently. I was like, yeah, um, I'm not feeling a romantic connection. I was like, I really enjoy our time and like, thank you. But I'm not really feeling a romantic connection. And like the light just left his face. And he goes, what are you talking about? This is romantic. I'm having a romantic time. This is, this is a romantic time. This is romantic. <laughs> I was, like, was kind of trying not to laugh. Cause I knew that like, I, like a part of me was very empathetic and understanding like, okay, he's going through something, but also it was just so funny because he was like spontaneously combusting. How'd you get out of there? Well, first he started naming like different categories of women in front of me. He was like, I tried dating college girls. I tried oh dating blah, blah, blah kind of girls. I don't know why any women don't want to go out with me. Like oh he just really had a whole <laughs> like tantrum about it. This guy needs therapy. Yeah. And he just started, he spun his wheels out so much that it got to the point where I just said, you good? And that's when he was like, no, you know, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. And then he, he did the job for me. He left. <laughs> can can I give you some advice if this ever happens again? Oh, wait, are you married now or dating anyone? Or are you still single? No, still single. Okay. Back in the day, I dated this guy. We only went on like two or three dates and I didn't like him. And I was going to end it with him. And I was telling my acupuncturist <laughs> that I was going to end it with this guy. And he was like... um, And I was like, I'm going to see this guy later today and I'm going to end it with him. And my acupuncturist, who was like this older guy, he was like uh, from China. He was like, you know, do not uh, break up with him in person. Do never end it unless you're actually dating them. Like if it's just been a couple of dates, don't do it in person because you never know how they're going to react. He's like, it's better to do it over the phone or text in case they're like this guy kind of lost it. I mean, he didn't lose it like in a really dangerous way, you know, but it's like and ever since I've only ended it with guys. Again, if you're in a relationship, that's something different. You need to do it in person. But if you don't wait till you're home and then send a text or do a call because you never want to be with a guy or girl again, whoever you're dating. Um, and in person say it in case they lose their shit. So that's my advice to you for in the future. 
wait till you get home to end it. That is such good advice, especially for someone you don't know. Because like yes. when you go into a date, every person, like some people walk in with expectations. Mm-hmm. And that's where that danger can come in when exactly. you shadow those. And then exactly. you kind of have the responsibility of like handling their emotional shit. <laughs> yes. And it's not your job on a first date, second date, third date. I'd say if you're in a relationship with someone, you should do it in person. But till then, till you know the person right. is safe and, you know, then you don't owe a face to face breakup. A nice text, a phone call. I even think a phone call, you know, is again, once you've been dating for a little bit. Otherwise, a nice text, make sure you're safe, is my best advice to everyone and you. That is fantastic advice. Thank you, Robin. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your dating uh, disaster. I appreciate it. Okay, so, you know, the guy I was dating, um, when this happened, we went on three dates and... You know, he had a really big foot fetish. We should do, you know, that should be, oh my gosh, guys, someone remind me, someone send me a DM, remind me a topic needs to be fetishes that are brought to you that you didn't know about. Now I know foot fetishes is a big deal, but at the time I didn't. He was like, oh, I'm really into feet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, we got off topic, but he, uh, we went on like two, three dates. He had a big foot fetish, but again, that's side point. And I was going to end it with him. And my acupuncture said, don't do it in person. And I didn't. And thank goodness, because the guy lost his mind. And he started calling. And then he was stalking me at the gym and all these things. So, again, unless you know the person well, do not break up in person. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously. And 6-1 since that matters. And What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, security. All right, Robin, we have Linda on the phone. Hi, Linda. Robin Shaw, I am so excited to be talking to you. Linda, I am so excited to be talking to you. So now the topic is dating disasters. I need I need all the details. Start from the beginning. Let me hear. Okay, well, this was a little while ago, so I totally wish I'd known you then because I needed you. But I went on a date that was actually a setup from my mom. It was like someone that she knew, like knew of him. Okay. And I show up and the guy is drinking a drink, but he's like drinking out of like a, he's drinking a cocktail, but it's out of like a pint glass. So it's like a double, you know, whatever he's drinking. And he drinks a couple of those. And then we go to this other bar or actually I was like, sort of like, I mean, the conversation was just so, so I was like, you know, trying to be into it, but it wasn't, there wasn't like good chemistry. And then he wants to go to another bar and I had a couple drinks. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come just sober up. And he was trying to convince me to get another drink. Didn't want one. And then he excuses himself to go to the bathroom. And I wait and I wait and he doesn't come back. And so these guys come out of the bathroom and we're like, is anyone in there? And they're like, no, unless he's like in the shitter because there didn't seem to be anyone in there. And so the manager goes in and she, he goes, well, there's someone in one of the stalls, but he's not responsive. I can see his feet do you want me to go wake him up? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was like, um, well, could you give me like a six minute head start getting out of here? And then you can 
by all means, go in and wake him up in the bathroom. And so he literally fell asleep or like really passed out in the bathroom. And so I left and I just like sent a text like, Hey, I didn't know where you went. And he wrote back like five minutes later. He's like, I'm, I'm out here looking for you. Where are you? And I didn't respond. And then like the next day he wrote again and he's like, by the way, I had a really good time. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? I'm just trying to think of like, it was reversed. I fell asleep on the date. The guy is gone by the time I wake up. And then I had the nerve to write to him. That was a great time. Thanks so much. <laughs> it was wild. Did you, what did you write back? I don't think I wrote back, but I, like this was a little bit of time in my life where my mom was like basically trying to like set me up with like anyone with a penis. Mm-hmm. And so after this, I just like went off on my mom. I was like, mom, <laughs> you set me up with a guy that passed out in the bathroom after like downing doubles, whatever's stop setting me up. Like you're really bad at this. Like, how did you even know this person? And she was like, Oh, well it was like the jeweler, like on our main street, like she'd met him at a party and she was single, but she said she was too old for him. And did I have a nice young woman? So I was like, mom, you're totally fired. You're not allowed to like set me up <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't think my mom has ever set me up. I mean, she like nudges me to like try to find a husband, but like I don't think she's ever actually set me up. Although she'll tell everyone I'm single. Like she'll, like she'll meet guys and be like, no, you know what my mom does? She'll like meet a guy like on a train or at a store and she'll be like, oh, my daughter is a comedian. You should follow her on Instagram, right? So she won't like, she won't do this setup, but she like pawns me out. No one has ever actually followed through, by the way. But <laughs> that's how my mom does it. Are you, uh, are you in a relationship now or? I'm not. I'm single, but I'm, you know, trying to go it without like my mom's um support <laughs> yes. do you have like any good do you have any good advice like what you, what, what do you think robin oh, like i feel like gosh. you're really good at getting out there and dating what should i, I do am, i'm really good at getting dates i just not good at liking anyone i date i um okay are you on the dating apps well i was i'm taking a little hiatus like honestly mm. i think the best way to meet people is be, get set up so i'm trying to like you know tell people that i want to get set up and like See if I can like meet people more through friends, not my mom, obviously set up, but (laughs) I just was feeling like really over the app. Have you seen the, um, have you seen the thing on Facebook, the group, are we dating the same guy? Like that you can get into your area. For those who don't know, there's these like Facebook pages where if you're dating someone and something seems a little off, you could put their picture up and people will be like, oh my God, I'm dating him too. And like, you never know. Here's my advice to to meet people. Yes, I think asking people to set you up is great. Um, just, you know, go with people whose judgment you trust. I also think like it depending where you live, like New York City is great because there's so many different activities. They have like speed dating. They have, you know, these rock climbing classes. They have all these different classes. And I think those are the best ways when you're like doing activities that someone else will enjoy too. Um, I like the dating apps because it's a numbers game and you could talk to as many people as you 
put yourself out there for swiping wise. Um, but yeah, I, I think like just look for activities and also don't be afraid to go up to people. Like I talk to any guy, you know, like if I'm standing online at a Starbucks, I will. And I see like a cute guy. I was stand next to him and be like, huh, this is a long wait. You know, like I just start a conversation with everyone and, <laughs> and that you never know can like lead. That has led to things for me. Just striking up a conversation, even like there's this guy in my building. Oh, gosh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. But uh, can you imagine he's like the one straight guy that listens to this? No, but every time we're in the elevator, like I always like talk to him and I'm trying to get up the courage. or I'm hoping he will get up the courage to ask me out. But um, yeah, just always talk to people while you're standing next to them. Take classes in your area that aren't like women centric. So like I wouldn't take a ballet class, you know, take a either. Um, I don't know what what's like a class that. Wait, security's about to chime in. What? You, what you're saying, like, like, if it's like a rock wall climbing. Like a rock wall, yeah. Stuff like that. Is that what it's called? A rock yeah. wall? Rock wall climbing, yeah. <laughs> it's a rock wall class. <laughs> what do you do call you know, it? It's not called a rock wall class. Rock wall climbing. What do you call it? Rock climbing. No, rocks are just rocks <laughs> on the floor. You're not climbing on a rock. It's a rock wall. But it's not called rock wall climbing. Uh, Linda, what do you call it? According to security, it is. <laughs> Linda, how many times do you think security went rock wall climbing? <laughs> I think security is a rock wall climbing expert. <laughs> then oh, you don't know me very well, Linda. <laughs> Um, all right, Linda, thank you so much for calling. Oh, my God. It's so great talking to you. And I love your new show. This is so great. Thank you. So I actually been Rockwell climb. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Oh, my gosh. All right, those were such great calls. If you want to call in next week, the phone number is 720-72-ROBIN. That's Robin with a Y. And just make sure you follow my Instagram or TikTok so you know the topic every week. But now is my favorite part of the show. Well, third favorite part of the show, fifth favorite part of the show is the news segment. Now, I have a brain that does not do well with real news. I need happy, fluffy things. So we gave security a news segment where he gives me the news that I need to know. Security, take it away. All right. So uh, this woman right now has divided the internet, totally divided the internet because she was talking about a possible dating disaster uh, because a guy that she matched with on a dating app said, hey, they got along great. They weren't going to go out on the first date. But the place he recommended has gotten the internet divided. He wanted to go on the first date to the gym. Wait, that's like what I, okay. I do not want to work out on a first date. Okay, I'm with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that. Take me to get food. (laughs) And I'll tell you, she as well. But the thing is, there are people saying, no, this is, this could be a great activity. No, some people love a hike. There's this girl on TikTok that I saw on her first date loves to do pickleball. Like on her, on her hinge profile, it says like my first perfect date is pickleball. 
Like, do you know what pickleball is? That's the the, ten, the, yeah, it's like the a tennis, tennis thing. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just want to look cute. And I feel like if I'm sweating and my, I also have naturally curly hair. My hair gets frizzy. I'll go into the, I just start sweating naturally. Yeah. I'm not going to, it's not going to help. Same, yeah, same. Oh my gosh. I was, when one of the last dates I went on, I was wearing like a jean jacket over it. I was sweating profusely that I felt so like disgusting. I don't need to go to the gym. Okay. So we're on that one, that the, the smart yeah. Half, yeah, yeah. The smart half. The fat half. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So, Robin, yeah. you've gone on many, many, many first dates, right? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the way you said that. I heard judgment in your voice. No, well, um, what was it? Uh, Luann Ward, who is a relationship expert, yeah. um, said the number one question that or thing that people do on first dates that is a guaranteed disaster or just the relationship will be a disaster one thing that you do not you personally but what people do that is a guarantee to have it be horrible what is to talk about your previous horrible dates that's a dating disaster that is a date if you start bringing up your past dates past relationships or past dates past dates i disagree 100 percent this is from the expert. I want her credentials because I'm calling bullshit. Because let me say something. I agree. Do not bring up exes on the first date. But I think a common bond is like, because sometimes I'll be on a date and I'll be like, oh, so how's Hinge or whatever. I'll say, how's whatever dating app working for you? And we like bond over disaster stories. But see, that that's what, she, and she talks about that. She's like, yes, but now you guys are bonding over a toxic Commonality, something toxic. Yeah, but- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you think I want to bond over something healthy? <laughs> Again, I would go work out with you if I wanted a healthy <laughs> common interest. But yeah, so. All right, next. That's, oh, okay, oh, we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this X-ray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Robin, you've heard of ghosting, right? Yes. I'm sure either it's been done to you or you might have done it to somebody. Okay. So now there is something actually that we also do or have been done to us that we've never had a name for. Mm-hmm. Like when you meet a guy or a girl, whoever, and the relationship is going well and you guys are talking, almost talking like every day, and then suddenly that person messages you twice in the week and then once and then it's gone. That's not ghosting. Ghosting is automatic. Right. Now they've gotten a word for that and that new word yeah. is fizzling. Okay. So fizzling is this new... I feel like that's my favorite. Is to fizzle? I, that's what I prefer. Don't end it with me. Don't ghost me. Fizzle me. <laughs> all right. So fizzling is the new word. I love that. I love that word. So, all right. So go fizzle. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to the news because this is all the news that Robin needs to know. Dating Disaster Edition. Oh my gosh, guys, thank you for calling in. I love talking to you. If you want to call in next week, go to my Instagram or TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic because every week we have a different topic and you'll find out the topics there. And you call 720-727-6296. That's 72072-ROBIN. Guys, thank you so much for calling. Please subscribe, rate, review. It helps me so much. Till then, I will speak... I got another call. Hold on. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Picot.
Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.